Bulletproof Radio, a state of high performance. You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. For 25 years, I've had a strong passion for understanding the science behind why we age and what we can do about it. One of the most groundbreaking discoveries in the last two decades is senolytics. Senolytics are plant-derived or pharmaceutical ingredients that can help your body drop old, worn-out cells. Scientists call them senescent cells, and in my books, I call them zombie cells. As you age, those senescent cells build up in your body. They live for a long time, and they eat up your energy. There is a hack for this. It's called Qualia Senolytic. Your podcast sponsor, Neurohacker Collective, created Qualia Senolytic. It eliminates those zombie cells and has a clinical study that supports its effectiveness. I really felt a difference in how my body moved after just a couple months on Qualia Synolytic. It's upped my energy level even more and my joints feel really good. If you're over 30 and you want to use a clinically tested formula to help you feel younger, try Qualia Synolytic. To get younger now, visit neurohacker.com Dave and try it risk-free for up to 100 days. Use code Dave at checkout to get 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash Dave. Use code Dave. When you hear someone talk about blood sugar, you might zone out. That's because a lot of us think that it's only relevant to people with type 2 diabetes. But blood sugar is a topic that everyone should understand. If you want to feel good and have energy, you need to balance your blood sugar. Research shows that even healthy people have wild swings in their blood sugar right after they eat, and spikes in blood sugar make your pancreas work harder. They also make you older, and they put you at a greater risk for weight gain, heart attack, and stroke. Here's why I'm talking about this. Bioptimizers has a new product called Blood Sugar Breakthrough. You take two capsules 15 minutes before a meal. Your body will push carbs and glucose into your muscles for use as fuel instead of fat. That means you get stable energy and you don't have that post-meal crash. Better yet, you can improve your workouts and get better gains at the gym. But the biggest benefit is that it'll improve your overall health. Just go to bloodsugarbreakthrough.health Dave for an exclusive 10% off. Hey, this is Dave Asprey with Bulletproof Radio. Today's cool fact of the day is that your memory isn't actually as accurate as you think it is because when you're remembering, you're actually remembering what you remembered. And if that means you're remembering what you remembered, that you remembered, that you remembered, over time, your memories actually can degrade, and there are things you can do about that, which is pretty cool, because you're gonna hear a lot about memory today. I wanna to welcome today's guest, who is a friend, someone you've seen at the Bulletproof Conference, and just uh, an amazing all-around superhero. He is a coach, a memory and brain coach for CEOs and for celebrities. And when I say CEOs and celebrities, I'm not talking just any old CEO, I'm talking Elon Musk. And when I say celebrities, I mean guys like Will Smith. I'm talking about none other than Jim Quick. Jim from Superhero U. Come on in, Jim. <laughs> Good to see you, brother. It's great to be here. Hi, everybody. Uh, Congratulations on the podcast. Thank you. And on the book. Amazing. It, it's been a big week. Uh, launching Bulletproof the Cookbook, it looks like uh, our numbers are good. So if you haven't had a chance to buy it, this week is actually the time to buy Bulletproof the Cookbook. Thanks for bringing that up. I forgot to mention that. It's been kind of a good week. And... Uh, I'm grateful for you hosting us. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, if you sort of look in the background here, we're in this amazing backyard to end all backyards, which is good. where Jim lives. So, so thank you for hosting us here in LA. And thank you for uh, everyone joining us today. Right. So you've been on, on stage enough times. People oftentimes see you as this kind of real life superhero because like you're with world leaders, the Dalai Lama, and you're, you're Richard Branson, all these guys where you like posted photos of them, and I see them on Facebook, and you have this brain where you get on stage and you just remember everyone's names and memorize a gazillion numbers, and I'm frankly blown away by those things. And what I, I also know, though, is what people don't usually hear about, yeah. which is how you got to be this way, because you weren't born this way. No, when I do those kind of demonstrations at conferences or like on your stage, which I'm, I'm a big fan of, um, I do, what I, I always tell people I don't do this to impress you, I do this to really express to you what's really possible because everyone can do this also. 
and we're just not taught. And I don't, okay. I, it does independent of age, regardless of their background, their career, their level of education, their IQ, their gender. Everyone has this potential. It's just we weren't taught how to do this. And I know this because, if anything, I think we're taught a lie. A lie that, uh, that somehow our learning or our memory is fixed, and, like our shoe size, and it's absolutely not true. <laughs> okay. um, because we know through a growth mindset, which is part of what I want to talk about in this conversation, about how people could get to that super level of learning, mm-hmm. to learn any subject or skill faster, to be able to remember things that they really need to be able to do. Um, because I, I actually grew up with learning challenges. And I know you know this, but a lot of people don't know. Um, when I was in kindergarten, I had a very bad accident. I had some uh, a brain injury, mm-hmm. and it left me with these learning problems. And I had a lot of trouble focusing growing up. I had a lot of problems, and maybe people can relate to not understanding things as yeah. well as everyone else. I had a big challenge uh, remembering things, and it actually took me an extra couple years just to even learn how to read. Wow. And so I struggled all through through elementary school to middle school to junior high, even through high school. And I know what it's like to really suffer and to be challenged. And so when I got to college, I wanted to start fresh. And you know how everyone wants a, a clean sheet, yeah. you know, be able to have a fresh start. And I wanted to start fresh. I took all these classes and I actually did worse, like really bad. And it mm-hmm. got to the point where I was ready to quit uh, freshman year in school. And, uh, and at that time, the, my friend said, well, why don't we t- um, take a break, get okay. some perspective. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go see my family. And uh, why don't you take the weekend and go to California? And I end up going on this trip with him. And uh, the, the family is very, um, very wealthy. Okay. And I don't just mean financial treasures. I mean, they were just very happy and they were making yeah. impact and great relationships. And the father's walking me around his property, which is beautiful. It's right on the water. And he asked me this very simple question. Dave, he asked me a question, um, how's school? And that was probably the worst question he could ask <laughs> because I just, uh, I'm a pretty reserved guy, but he, yeah. I just start crying. Wow. And I just, because I, I'm holding all this pressure about how am I going to tell my folks that I'm going to quit and uh, disappoint my family and everybody else. And, uh, and, and I was like, school's not right for me. It's not, I just can't do it. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. And he's like, he looks me right in the eyes like, well, why are you in school? What do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want to have? What do you want to share? And I tell him, um, I had to think about it a little bit, but when I go to answer him, he stops me and he takes out a journal from his back pocket Mm -hmm. and he rips out a couple of sheets of paper. And I always thought like 12 year old girls carry diaries or written (laughs) diaries, Um, I sense no better. But he makes me write down what I want to be, do, have, and share. Basically makes me write down a bucket list. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't know it at the time, but when I was done with it, I had quite a few dozen things on there I fold it up to put it in my pocket and he grabs it on my hand and he, he starts looking at it and I'm freaking out because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm young and I'm thinking and this person's obviously very successful and I feel like I'm going to be judged, but he's, he's reading all the things and what seems like an eternity, he looks at me, he says, Jim, and I have no idea what he's about to say. He's like, you are this close to everything on that list. And I'm thinking, you have to be kidding me. <laughs> Give me like 10 lifetimes. I can't crack that list. But he goes like this, Dave. He goes like this, mm-hmm. like this. So, you know, it's anyway. That's it's like my brain right between yeah. my ears. And he takes me into his home, beautiful home, into a room I've never seen before. And it's wall. You would love this. Wall to wall, ceiling to floor, covered in books. Oh wow! I mean, it's just it's like a library in somebody's home. And he starts grabbing books and he starts handing them to me. And I start looking at the titles of the book, and there are these biographies of incredible men and women in history, and some very early personal growth books. Oh, wow. Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, The Power of Positive Thinking, uh, Psycho-Cybernetics, Norman Vincent Peale, the real old school Mm -hmm. stuff. And he says, Jim, you have to read one of these books a week. And I'm thinking there's just no way. I was like, have you not heard what I've been saying the past hour? I'm learning challenge. I can't even keep up with my schoolwork. And he looks me right in the eye and he says, Jim, don't let school get in the way of your education. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and that really stuck with me, and I later found out it's a Mark Twain quote, but I was like, that's a great quote, and yet I still can't keep up. I have midterms, I have all this work to do. Yeah. And then he was like, what he did was, he pulled out my bucket list, which he still had, very smart man, and he starts reading out loud all my goals, all my dreams, all my desires, and my fantasies out loud. And there's something about hearing like a, another person that you just met that's obviously very successful, encanting out to the universe, saying out loud in the universe, hearing your own goals in life. 
the things that are you know you're most excited mm -hmm. about and he, he and honestly a lot of the things on there Dave were things I wanted to do for my family things that they could never be able to afford or maybe do for themselves and with that extra leverage and motivation which is very key as you yeah. know to to growth and to learning I agreed to read one book a week on top of my schoolwork one book a week that's a lot in college that is right and so I go back to school and I'm, I'm sitting at my desk and there's a pile of books that I want to read, mm -hmm. right? And then there's a pile of books that I have to read for wow. midterms in school. And that just puts me over the edge. I start, I think about like, where am I going to get the time? And I was like, I have to take the time away from other things. So uh, I don't, I'm not eating. Oh, wow. I'm not spending time working out. I'm not spending time socializing with friends. I'm not sleeping, which is a big issue for yeah. a lot of people. And I'm just living in the library and then I find myself like, you know, it's not very sustainable, right? It's attainable, but not sustainable. Mm -hmm. I end up passing out in the library. I fall down a flight of stairs. Oh no. I hit my head again, and I wake up two days later in the hospital. And I, I thought I'd die, actually. It was the scariest moment in my life. Wow. And um, I'm hooked up to all these IVs. I don't know where I am, and I'm down to 117 pounds. Good God. Uh, I mean, I just, I was not taking care of myself, right? And I was, I was the opposite of bulletproof. Yeah, in every way. <laughs> in every way. And, um, and I just have a new thought, thinking, like, what's the matter here? How do I fix this? And just when I did, the nurse comes in with a, a mug of, uh, of tea. And I wish it was bulletproof tea. I was, I was gonna say, <laughs> if you said bulletproof coffee, I was going to be like, Jim, you made this crap up. All right, sorry. <laughs> and uh, on the mug was, uh, was a drawing of a pretty amazing superhero genius. It was okay. Albert Einstein. Oh, wow. And it had this quote on it that you've heard in other iterations before. It said, the same level of thinking that's created your problem won't solve your problem. The same level of thinking that's created your problem won't solve your problem. But what are the odds that would be a hospital coffee mug? I know, like, exactly. That's like, so where cool. did that come from, right? right? So I looked at it as like it was for me it was like a sign and I was thinking like, okay, how how has my thinking been about this? What's my problem here? And it said, well my problem is I'm a very slow learner. I'm mm -hmm. a very slow learner, right? I had to work three or four times harder mm -hmm. and get worse results and worse grades than everybody else. And I was like, well, how do I think differently about it? It's like, well, maybe I can learn how my brain worked. And maybe I can learn to learn faster, right? And I was like, well, how do I find that out? How do I get trained in that? I was like, I thought school. So I asked the nurse to bring me a course bulletin with all the classes. And I go through 100 pages. And they're all classes on what to learn. Math, history, yeah. science, Spanish, all great classes on what to learn. But there's zero classes on how to learn. And zero classes on how to think how to be healthy, optimize my brain, right? How to focus and concentrate, how to solve problems, how to remember things. Like you think about it in school, they teach you the three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic. But what about the fourth R? What about recall? What about retention? <laughs> what, about, what about remembering things mm -hmm. that we want to be able to remember? So I make that my complete focus. I set all my schoolwork aside because it wasn't doing much good for me then. I start tr training and learning about my brain. I wanted to solve this riddle, it's like, how does my brain work so I can work my brain? Right. How does my okay. memory work so I can work my memory? Right? Because it's like this three pound matter between your ears you don't see. It's like a black box, right? Yeah. And it doesn't come with an owner's manual, right? But it controls everything. Mm -hmm. It controls everything in our life, our career, our relationships, our health, you know, our business, everything, our finances. So I start studying adult learning theory, multiple intelligence, you know, neurosciences, adult, mm -hmm. like all this stuff. And then all of a sudden about 30, 60 days into it, a light bulb just goes on and I just started to understand things. I mean, wow. really understand things. I started to have better focus. I started to not only comprehend something, but I started to remember it also. And so my grades started to soar, but as my grades started to soar, my life started to soar also, right? And, I, and just because, and I fixed this area, and then all of a sudden, my relationships got better. My body started to get better and everything once I learned how my brain worked. And so after that, I couldn't help but share with other people and one of my very first students that I started tutoring she was a freshman this is amazing you love this she uh, she struggled with the speed reading we teach a very advanced uh, online speed reading program and yeah. she she read uh, for, she struggled for it but then a light switch went on and she ended up reading 30 books in 30 days Wow can you imagine going on Amazon and picking like 30 books in business and and in and, and your health and biohack and everything and just be able to, I know what two of those or three of those books would be. <laughs> but, and, and I wanted to find out not how she did it, I know exactly how yeah. she did it. I wanted to know why. I wanted yeah. to know like what motivated her to do that. I found out that 
um, after asking a number of times that her mother was dying of terminal cancer. Oh. And she was given 60 days to live by doctors. And so the books she was reading were books to save her mom's life. And, um, you know, at that time I said, you know, I, I wished her luck and I'll send thoughts and prayers. And anyway, 60 to, uh, six months later, I get a call from this young lady and she's crying and she's crying. And I, she doesn't, I can't make out a word. Finally, she stops and I find out that her mother, through tears of joy, her mother not only survived, but it's getting really better. Doctors wow. don't know how, they don't know why. They call it a miracle, yeah. right, because they can't explain it. But her mother attributes it 100% to the great advice she got from her daughter wow. and learned them from all these books. And that's where I realized that if knowledge is power, learning is superpower. Okay. That if knowledge is power, learning is superpower. And I think if there's any skill to master in the 21st century, it's the ability to learn faster. Mm -hmm. You know, the ability to be able to take in information, focus on it, think about it, understand it, and be able to apply it. You know, to be able to outthink and outlearn everybody else. So that's really my mission, is to really disrupt education, to be able to change the way people personally learn so they could tap into more of their, of their strengths, so they could be more, have more, do more, and share more. That's, uh, that's pretty legit. Now, wow, there's stuff in there I didn't know. Because, like, we've talked about this over dinner before, mm -hmm. but you know, we always recall different parts of uh, memories and things like that. Um, I, I want to ask you about how you got started on, on specific offering training, because it, it's, it's pretty profound. But before we go there, earlier I said that you were going to give something away for Bulletproof okay. listeners, uh, um, if I remember, and I think I do. You do. <laughs> given all this training, uh, the URL, jimquick.com slash bulletproof. Yes. It's a series of advanced memory trainings. Right, because we we're going to cover some really good material here in this conversation, mm -hmm. in this podcast, and uh, it's not, hopefully it's not going to be the end, but the beginning. So I prepared some incredible advanced brain mind training for people who want to remember names, to be able to give a speech without notes, remember facts, and have it at your mental fingertips to be able to process and learn anything faster, even read faster. Okay, and, and you're giving this stuff away. Yeah, there's All no right. cost for it. Yeah, and, so. and just uh, for people listening, there's no financial deal between Jim and me on this stuff. No. Um, this is just a giveaway. Like, no weird promotional back channel, whatever <laughs> else. Like, this is just... Uh, I'm grateful to Jim, uh, and I'm happy to point you to his work. And, uh, and and likewise, this is a gift for you guys. Yeah, people will learn some really good things on, in terms of how to level up their learning and to be able to level up their life. So you were in college, and yeah. you finally learned a few of these things. And the first time we met, this was at uh, Michael Fishman. This, this guy created like Rodale Health, kind of. Yeah. Uh, he's a mutual friend, and he hosts this invitation-only event once a year for people who are having like a big voice in improving health in, in the yeah. world. And so you and I met there over dinner and you told me about the very first time you had a memory training course in college, like when you had an idea to walk me through what happened because that's the coolest story ever. Oh, I mean, I think everyone is, uh, first of all, I think everybody is capable of doing oh. these things and learning these things. Um, it's just, there's no such thing, if, if someone's watching this right now and they feel absent-minded, like they walk into a room and just forget why they're there, or they're taking a shower and they can't remember if they shampooed their hair and they end up, they end up doing <laughs> it twice, like or they'll read a page in a book, get to the end, just forget mm -hmm. what they just read. Yeah, and they why is the things. fridge door open? I don't remember. Exactly. Like that one. Yeah. Or, or, um, or they misplace things like their phone or right. their car keys, or if not their car keys, something much larger like their car. <laughs> <laughs> you see the people out in the, in the mall parking lots using their their uh, remote controls and their, 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 their keys to be able to find their yeah. GPS. Sort of like a bat, like they're just listening exactly. for the, the beeping sound somewhere. All, all of that could be fixed. And that's just remedial things. Yeah. Well, we teach uh, leaders or how to be able to do advanced things, like learn languages faster, learn, learn subject, physical skills even faster, because there's a muscle memory also. Remember mm -hmm. their dreams, because a lot of amazing things come out of uh, our dream states, right? Inventions and songs and pieces of art and everything else like that. Um, so I wanted to, to teach it to other individuals, and so I, I put up, um, I wasn't sure how to do it, and uh, so I found a, a room that wasn't being used one Thursday evening. You were like a freshman in college. I was a freshman. Okay. So I, was, I found this, uh, this room that wasn't being used. I said, okay, because I used to teach tennis back in, in high school, and I was like, well, maybe I could tutor individuals. And I, and I said, oh, how would I find them? I found this room that wasn't being used. So I, when I got back to my dorm room, I took a piece of paper, and I wrote the uh, this is my first uh, like marketing, if you will. <laughs> it said free speed reading memory tips, get better grades in less time. And I put the room in Thursday, seven o'clock. And the next morning I just make some photocopies on the way to class. I put it onto bulletin boards. And I, I never share this story publicly. So it's kind of interesting that we're talking about this. Um, 
just put some uh, some uh, flyers on the way to class. Fast forward to Thursday, seven o'clock, and um, I'm just hoping that just five people show up, and I turn the corner, and there's a crowd of people outside of that classroom, and uh, and I'm like, oh no, I hope whatever is going on ends soon, <laughs> so I could do my thing, and. Uh, and I go up, I can't even get inside the, the classroom because there's this really tall guy there. I was like, what's going on inside? And he looks at me and he's like, there's a speed reading class. <laughs> and I'm thinking, wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> like, what are the chances that the same room, the same night, the same day, the same time that there's a speed reading memory class, right? And I go in there and the room is packed full of people, and, but no one's teaching. And I get, I'm like, well, what's going on? And it took my slow brain all that time to figure out that why they're there. They're for you. Yeah, and I do a head count, and instead of five or 10 people, there's 110 people. Wow. And I freak out. And uh, um, a lot of people who are watching this, maybe they have a, a little fear of public speaking. I have a full-out phobia at the time. Do you still, or you because, have it at the time? Because at that time, I grew up with learning challenges. And when you feel like you're broken yeah. and not good enough, you're not really connecting with people. You become uh -huh. very shy, very I, introverted. I've, I've and, been there. I get that. Yeah. yeah. And so I, um, my heart's beating out of my chest and I'm perspiring. And I've, I, I mean, I've spent a lot, I go on a lot of adventures and you know this, I, I've spent a lot of time in the rainforest and mm -hmm. I've actually come across an indigenous tribe and we were their very first Western contact. Whoa, I didn't we, know that and one. We, and we, we, we lived by the second night having dinner with them, by the third day playing with their kids, by the fourth and fifth day we're doing these incredible journeys with them. I mean, wow. amazing. But I swear in, in the rain, I was perspiring more in that classroom than I did the entire <laughs> rainforest experience. Um, anyway, I'm so nervous I leave because I can't even talk, you're, right? You're gonna like give up on your dream. I can't right? even do this. And I go, the campus has um, all these fountains, right? And yeah. the water always brings me back center. I always have to live by the water and vacation by the water. And I, I can't even go back to my dorm room because the, they're, they're just gonna make, my friends are just gonna make fun of me, right? And so I'm just meditating by, and I think meditation, mindfulness, as so many of your guests talk about, is so key to learning mm -hmm. and high performance. I just meditate by the water, um, stillness of mind, and I'm a big uh, Bruce Lee you know, fan and, and yeah, follower. Yeah, you know the Bruce Lee be family, like, yeah. Be like water and, and all that. And um, yeah, we just celebrated his 75th birthday, yeah. which is amazing. I got to go to the hospital where Bruce was actually born with wow. his wife and with his daughter. I mean, I learned so much from his <laughs> that, family. That's being a Bruce Lee fan, right? <laughs> it is. And I just meditating. And when I'm, I'm actually walking back to my dorm room doing this walking meditation and I stop and I hear this voice inside my head. Um, it's my mother's voice. And, and I won't tell you exactly what she says, but essentially it's all these people came out to learn something. You're not delivering. You're disappointing them. You're disappointing me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I stop and I take one step back to the classroom instead of my dorm room. And it's so funny, Dave, and I think everyone can relate, that one step in another direction can completely change your destination or your, your destiny, right? And uh -huh. I go back and I share and I teach for two hours, and honestly, being uh, a world memory expert, I don't even remember what I talked about <laughs> for those two hours, uh, but at the end, I remember exactly what I said. I said, you know, I don't know if I could help everybody here, but if you're interested, uh, I just need a, 10 hours with you to teach you what I know, two hours a week for five weeks, and that's why all our online programs are that long, yeah. uh, to get over the 21, 30 days and really make it a habit where people can really read that way and remember names permanently like that. And, um, and I said, if you're interested, I'll be in the student center tomorrow and, uh, at noon. And then everyone leaves, and I don't, they don't, there's no response, no emotional response, good or bad. Wow. And when they leave, I'm confused and I'm, also exhausted. I end yeah. up falling asleep right on the carpet and I get woken, <laughs> I was the best sleep I've ever had to this date. I get woken up by the classroom coming in the next morning, oh my God. staring at me. I, I get up, I go shower, I have breakfast, I go to class, 12 o'clock comes, I go to student center and I'm hoping just one person just shows up. One person believed in what I was talking about and got value out of that session. Um, but at the end of 90 minutes, 71 out of those 100 students signed up for a program that didn't even exist yet. Wow. A course on high mental performance, on accelerated learning, so, uh, so people could read faster and study better and remember more. And from there, you know, I met all these amazing people, and, uh, and then wow. this was two decades ago. So I found, my, found my, my dharma, my mission. That's an incredible story, and uh, wow. Uh, even just hearing it, this is the second time I've ever heard it. You told me that over dinner the first time, but I didn't realize you never shared that with anyone well, else. Well, I think I think the lesson to take away, and I, I want we could go into some of the 
some of the mindset of yeah. superheroes and, and accelerated learning and how to learn faster. The, the lesson, if, if you're going to walk away with it, I think, is the power of decision. You yeah. know, when we make a decision to up-level our learning or up-level mm. some area of our life, everything can change. And it's not even just a little bit. I mean, it, you could 5x, 10x some of your results just by making a decision to do something new. I mean, we, going back to that quote with Einstein, the same level of thinking that's created your problem mm -hmm. won't solve your problem. The whole definition that, you know, we talk about insanity, right? Doing the same thing, expecting different results. It's just like making a little bit of a shift in your life could completely change where you end up in your relationships, in your business, in your wealth, in your vibe, in your body, right? Yeah. Wow. So it, it's hard to shift gears from that to uh, offering some immediate uh, yeah. tips for people. But I think people, if you're driving your car, you're sitting at your yeah. desk listening to this and thinking, all right, like, Let's give, get into get, it. give me something now. So, right. so, so how I would about? say working with these high performers, um, and you know this, I, I feel like it comes down superheroes. I use the metaphor of a superhero because yeah. I just feel like the, the world needs superheroes. And it's not, they have two qualities for me. A superhero is somebody who's discovered and developed their superpowers, mm -hmm. right? You know, they, they biohack their, their, their different areas of their life, so more of them shows up. Yeah. And it looks to the outside, it looks like they literally have superpowers, right? And, you know, for yourself, for all the people that you get to work with, your clients, everyone, your guests on your podcast. But just having a superpower doesn't make you a superhero. You have to use that power for some kind of purpose, right? You right. have to be able to share that gift to be able to make your community or make your market or make your clients or make the world a better place. And so I like this idea of a superhero because I think everybody has their own superhero journey through challenge and finding their mentors and, and stepping up and digging into a level of resourcefulness that wasn't there before. So I would start with, I think there's two characteristics of leading like a, a, a highly, high mental performance or superhero life. And I would say number one is mindset. All right, and this is something, and I'll get down to practicals to do's. I think there's three areas of mindset that people need to be able to adopt. And this is what I've noticed from working with individuals is they, they share, a, first of all, the growth mindset. I'll make them actually, I'll make them three G's, right? Growth would be the first part, mindset. And you know, you know, uh, Carol Dweck's uh, mm -hmm. work on this in the area of mindset, that there's a fixed mindset, that your intelligence or your yeah. capability or your memory is fixed or something more powerful, which is or enabling and empowering, is a growth mindset, saying it's not fixed, it could be up-leveled yeah. with proper coaching, with proper training, proper effort, right? And so I think growth mindset's important. The second G, to really master your life, to lead the superhero life, um, and tap into your superpowers, I think, I, I would call it grit. Okay. Grit, like a grit mindset. Like somebody who, it, has those guts, I would use another word would be perseverance, mm -hmm. because I find that the most successful people, they go through a level of, of challenge. And you know, and because they have that challenge gives them change. I just spent uh, a week on set with, um, with, with Will Smith. He's, okay. he's, he's filming this new superhero movie, and I, I, I love oh, superheroes. Oh man, I wanna hear more, but and you can talk he has, about he it. He talks about these things where I ask him how he prepares for going on. Because I do this whole thing with actors, teach them the speed read scripts, and memorize their lines, and be focused, and, and no present. Wonder, no wonder they all call you, right. And so it's one of the things where I was like, how do you prepare? And he was like, I don't have to prepare. He doesn't even have to get ready. He's like, you know, I stay ready, so I don't have to get ready. But his level of grit, his level of guts, he talks about being on the treadmill and saying that if he's going up against somebody else, like he would die before he actually gets off that treadmill because it takes a level of perseverance. And I think one of the things you could, um, whereas growth, you're always learning, you're always adapting to new, new knowledge and new, new, um, new creating new abilities. When we're talking about grit, you're taking on challenge uh, because I would say, like remember the other day we were doing a, a cryotherapy? Yeah. One of the things I think that builds guts or grit or perseverance is getting yourself to do something that, and really testing yourself. Something uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. And by doing that, I think that grit is, is like these emotional muscles that get stronger with use. So staying in that environment or going into, you know, I'm doing like, let's say I'm doing block breathing or alpha breathing in like a sauna or a steam room or, or even cryo, mm -hmm. getting yourself to just healthfully and safely, mm -hmm. obviously, yeah. but getting yourself to do something and push yourself closer to the limits builds that level of grit because when you do it in this area, it actually expands your potential and your, your power and allows you to take on more things that are uncomfortable. 
like going on stage or yeah. approaching that person you're attracted to or doing the, that deal kind of thing. And then I would say that, so you have growth mindset, you have a grit mindset, and then the third thing I would say is a giving mindset. And I know this is what you know, you're all about. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's having a superpower is great, but how do you, how do you pay it forward? You know, so it's not just about you, it's also about, about the world at large. And I think the most successful people, the most fulfilled people, have those three things aligned. The third one is really important, and, and it's something I totally didn't get when I was younger. I was like, it's all about the money uh, when, I was, when I was a kid. And, and you actually don't get the performance benefits of yeah. being a superhero or just having the superhero mindset that when you talk about in all your work, um, if you don't have a bigger purpose. Yeah. Like if the purpose is just you, it's always going to be smaller. Yeah. And if it's always smaller, the amount of energy that comes in for you to do whatever you're doing, it, it's just diminished. And like no one, no one taught that, at least not when I was young. I, I don't know where yeah. you read that. I don't, I don't know. I think one of the things with um, what we're talking about, about, about the giving, I think, I think it's, they're all very important to be able to have there. It's, 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 um, the, the other part of having it besides the, the correct mindset is also the, the mechanics. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's the second quality that these high achievers and world-class performers have. They don't just have the mindset, they have the proper mechanics, right? They know what to do when, you know, and also when to do it. You know? But I think that the mindset is more than half the battle right there. Yeah. You know, because I think that 80% of it comes down still to psychology in, in, in the, on the inside. But I wanted to talk about some of the mechanics now and then as a gift and as a thank you also to your community, we'll to go through deeper into mechanics, like how to remember right. names and everything. So we don't have time on, on the podcast today to go through all the mechanics because that's a couple hours, I, I would say, to start. We have, we have we're going to go deep in, in this training. Okay. Yeah, and, so, and that's jimquick.com slash bulletproof? Slash bulletproof. All right. And so just well, go, can, go there. If, <laughs> if you're interested, just even if you're driving, you should probably pull over to do that. But write down the URL, Jim K-W-I-K dot com slash bulletproof and this is this is valuable stuff yeah but we could go into some of the mechanics right now some yeah. really quick let's, tips. let's cover like maybe a, just touch on some of the stuff that you're going to yeah. give away i would say this that first of all there's um and i'm going to give mm -hmm. these as brain hacks right and so there there are four keys to learning something faster and this is any mm -hmm. subject any skill and I'm going to go through them really fast, and I'll maybe go a little bit more deeper in this training that we do together. And I remember, just remember FAST, F-A-S-T. And so if you want to learn any subject or skill, whether it's martial arts to Mandarin, I would say the first thing is F. And the F stands for forget. And that kind of, it's kind of weird as talking about memory and learning, starting with forgetting. But when I say forget, I'm, I'm very specifically meaning three things. The, the F stands for forget, it means Forgetting what you know about it already, okay? Because okay? I find that a lot of people don't learn something because their cup is full, and they have to empty their cup to learn something new. You know, it's kind of cliche, but as many cliches are, they're very true, mm -hmm. is your, your mind is like a parachute, and it only works when it's open, right? So getting new information in, and we've all heard about the apprentice going to have tea with the master, and the master is pouring the tea, and it overflows, and then it's overflowing, and the apprentice doesn't want to say anything, but eventually he says, master, master, the cup is overflowing, and he says, that's very true, and he's like, now I'm glad you saw that, because you have to empty your cup in order to put new, new in it, right, to learn something new. And so I would say, forget about what you already know about the subject. So if you go and you're learning something about health or biohacking or marketing or whatever your study is, it helps to, to set aside what you already know for it temporarily so you could take in new information so you could evaluate it, okay. right? The second thing I would say forget is uh, situational things. We know from all the brain sciences that you can't focus on too many things at once. Yeah. It is like not possible. Mm -hmm. And we've heard from all the studies from George Miller from Princeton and Harvard saying seven plus or minus two, you know, five to nine bits. Later on they say four bits of information. It's really small. You know, I don't know if technology is having, you know, its effect on everybody, you know, as, as it Seems is. Seems like it is. It, it, I, I think so also as well. But if, if, you're, th if you're in uh, an environment, you're at a conference, you're at the Bulletproof Conference, you're learning from somebody teaching productivity, you know, or, or these latest, the latest biohacks um, and neurotropics, whatever, if you're thinking about also one of your chunks is thinking about the kids or thinking about your business or thinking about clients, that leaves you only a certain amount of finite chunks to think about be present and be able to learn. Right? So it helps to be really focused and present and not and just forget about anything that's not urgent and important. And then the third thing I would say is forget about your limitations. 
And I think that's a big thing because a lot of people, they'll, they'll tell me their limitations about my memory is so bad and, and I'm horrible at remembering names. And the thing about this is if you say those things, um, our friend Dr. Daniel Amen calls them ants, automatic negative thoughts. Yeah. Here's the thing, when you say these things, you're fighting for your limitations so you get to keep them, right? Yeah. And so the tweetable I always tell people is your mind is always eavesdropping on your self-talk. Your yeah. mind is always eavesdropping. So I remember I was preparing uh, for a marathon and uh, with a name like Quick, and it's really my last name, <laughs> you know, I had to be a runner back in school. You have to be careful when you're driving. You don't want to get a speeding ticket. Because the worst name to have on your driver's license is the name Quick, because <laughs> you're not going to talk your way out of ticket, and you get to teach accelerated learning, right? Mm -hmm. um, but when, when let's say, let's say um, when I was preparing for this marathon, there's one chapter on it. It was the psychology of running the marathon, the mindset, right? Mental training, and it said this. It said your mind is like a supercomputer, and your self-talk is a program it will run. Yeah. So if you tell yourself you are not good at remembering names, you will not remember the name of the next person you meet because you program your supercomputer not to because your mind is always eavesdropping on your self-talk, and that's the thing. So you want to forget about uh, what you know about the subject, forget about situational things that are not relevant and important right now, and you want to forget about uh, your limitations, what's possible. The A in FAST stands for active, active. And you know this because, you know, I love your events because they're very participatory and you have all these, you know, all the exhibitors have things to do. Yeah, and it's adult very, toys. Exactly. Well, They're very really. experiential. And that's how people learn. If you're watching this right now and you feel overloaded, overwhelmed, like there's too much information, not enough time, like you're trying to keep up with your industry or stuff you're interested in, but it feels like you're taking a sip of water out of a fire hose. Because ultimately, my, my, my goal here when we talk about giving and, and, and having purpose is not about $1 billion. I could care less about $1 billion. But when changing and benefiting, bettering one billion yeah. brains, that lights me change, up. Change the world. Fierce. Yeah. Right. You can work with, you know, and I, I get to work with some amazing individuals who, who really are changing the world. So if I can make them five or ten percent more effective and efficient, yeah. it just really shows up. It's the most leverage I can imagine. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but I think that if you're struggling with keeping up with the stuff, it's not your fault. And then what I mean by that is. We all grew up with this traditional 20th century education, right? Every single person is watching. And the 20th century education at the turn of the century prepared us for a world, a 20th century world, what at the turn of the century was working in factories, working yeah. on farms. And our world is so different now, mm -hmm. right? We're not working on assembly lines. Right now, it's not about, you know, it's not cookie cutter, one size fits all, sit quietly by yourself, don't talk to your neighbor in school, because that's not the model. We, we, you mentioned Elon Musk. Like, we live in a world with him, like, electric automated cars, spaceships <laughs> that are going to Mars, yeah. but our vehicle of choice when it comes to learning is like a horse and carriage. Yeah. That's how, we, how, how people are learning, right? Because it's exact. I mean, if Rip Van Winkle woke up today, the, you know, a guy who slept all those, all those years, if he woke up today, they say the only thing he would recognize and is the school system. So. Later this week, when we're recording this, I'm hanging out with the entire board of the XPRIZE Foundation. Wow. And we're going to be talking about like the future of these XPRIZES. One of the ones that they just did was around learning, mm -hmm. like to take learning out of the horse and buggy. So I, I'm with you on this. Just, just keep going. It's, but it's, it's amazing. But yeah, the world's changing. So it's so cool. And you're right. The stuff that you and I learned in, in college and in high school, like, I can't imagine my kids being taught that stuff. Like, right. I, I don't think I would through, allow through it. Through, like, rote learning. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and this, this mindless memorization of just Dude, facts and everything. I, I'm still traumatized. If you give me paper with lines on it, I'm like, yeah. screw that. Like, I will not deal with that. Like, exactly. I'll, I'll color outside the lines. Like, I don't want blue lines on my paper because it just reminds me of, like, turning my brain off. Right. And I think everyone can relate, <laughs> right? At some level, we know we weren't prepared for the world that we are in yeah. now. And so the amount of information is going up like this, mm -hmm. right? You know, they say that, you know, we're talking about information overload. This is going like this, it's doubling at dizzying speed. The half-life of your in people's industries is just, it's so small. But how we learn it, how we remember it, how we recall it, it's, it's this. But that gap creates this thing called anxiety, creates mm -hmm. stress. It's actually, they call it information fatigue syndrome. Because everything is a syndrome <laughs> right now. Higher blood pressure, a compression of leisure time, mm -hmm. uh, more sleeplessness, right? All these True. issues that are because people, their minds, and their minds are so multitasking. And the other challenge is, I, I, I spoke in front of like all these doctors, and they call it uh, this technology, use the, the reliance on technology 
uh, uh, and it, it's very convenient, and I love technology. I don't want to memorize 500 phone numbers or all these yeah. emails or anything like that. But in a way, if your mind is or your brain is like a muscle, it grows stronger with use, it's like use it or lose it, right? So we're outsourcing our brains to our smart devices, and sometimes their brains are just shut off. We're not doing, for, for example, they call it digital dementia. Right. Digital dementia using the stuff. And so that's, that's one of the challenges. And so I want to, and you know, I want to show people how to use their brains effectively. And I'm not just talking about brain games where you're just, people are just matching colors or shapes or stuff like that. Yeah. I'm talking about how do you remember that name? How do you remember that client information? How do you give a speech without notes? How do you read that thing three or four times faster with better comprehension? How do you do language learning? How do you do all mm -hmm. these like really tan like tangible things? And so I would say the challenge is we learned all passively. And so the A in FAST stands for active. You have to be fully active in this. Because here's, right. a, here's the tweetable. Learning is not a spectator sport. Mm -hmm. Learning is not a spectator sport. And I would say that, at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, if you're tweeting that. <laughs> um, so I would say that the big challenge is, is a lot of people, they're expecting just to sit there and just consume information. And that's not how the brain learns. The brain learns through activity. The brain learns through creation or co-creation, right? Especially in social environments. So I'd say being active, right? Asking questions, taking lots of notes, and you know, mind mapping, and I teach people a, a more linear way of taking notes where they draw a line down the page, and on the left side, they're taking notes. On the right side, they're making notes. So on the left side, they're actually capturing the information that they're learning on, at your conferences, mm -hmm. on your podcast, and your books are capturing it. But on the right side, they're actually creating information and knowledge. So it's like their impression of okay. what's going on. So it's like questions that they might have, how it relates to what they already know, how they're going to share it with somebody else, right? So mm -hmm. if their mind's going to wander, it wanders on the right side. So it's kind of like right brain creativity, imagination, yeah. right? Okay. So that's the A. So the F is forget, the A is active, the S is state, state. And I would say the state is so important. The state is like the current mood of your mind and your body. And you know this, is, it's everything. Like learning, is, is so state dependent, state dependent. Like the current mood, like of your emotion, your motivation, your curiosity, and you cultivate these states. Because if you learn, if on a scale of zero to 10, you're a one or a two or a three in terms of your physical and mental state, how well are you gonna learn? Like how well do you learn when you just don't sleep? Yeah, and, or, or if, you're if you're inebriated, hungry, I, or if you're hungry. Yeah, try and learn when you're hungry. Exactly. <laughs> and so if the state is low, the learning is going to be low. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm a big fan of your work and your programs, your products, because it's, you're talking about people being bulletproof, having a bulletproof body, a bulletproof brain, and they're mm -hmm. activated. But it happens because you're helping people capture that state, and they're doing these things. They're having this energy, right? And so we could control our state. People, a lot of people think they're... See, this is the difference between a thermostat and a thermometer. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that a thermometer, as you know, a thermometer reacts to the environment, right? And that's the challenge. And so it, it reflects what's the environment. But a thermostat sets a standard or sets a goal, a vision, right? Mm -hmm. And then it makes the environment that standard, right? And that's a thermostat. Yeah. And I think when it comes to state, you know, we control our state, right? I, I remember I got to introduce two of my superheroes together. You would love this. It, it was Sir Richard Branson oh, yeah. um, and uh, Stan Lee who created <laughs> Spider-Man, X-Men, Avengers, yeah. everything. And I got to take them to dinner, right? And <laughs> you lived the best life. <laughs> so, some of your photos on Facebook, I'm just blown away. And it, but this thing is like, and I do it, and I mention these names not not to drop names because I actually, it's not. Um, you're, you're very humble about it. You but are. but but I do it though because when you next time you see a Marvel character, or you. See, you take a virgin flight or whatever, it reminds you of these stories because they act like triggers. Because a lot of memory mm -hmm. happens to do with um, reminders and triggers, right? People who have really good memories, they set up these triggers. Right. Um, and anyway, I got, and we're sitting in traffic and uh, LA, as, as you know, and I asked Stan, who's your favorite, he's traded all these characters, who's your favorite character? And he was like, my favorite character is Iron Man. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. And you know, and it's a, we have this cool conversation. And he's like, who's your favorite character, Jim? And I was like, it's Spider-Man. And, he, and without a blink, he goes, looks at me, it's like, with great power comes great responsibility, right? <laughs> and I don't, people don't remember where they heard that, it's in our DNA. Yeah. And I, I just, I was like, you know, and my mind always, because I teach this whole program called Quick Thinking, how to solve problems and be more creative and just advanced thinking mm -hmm. methods, right? And learning styles and everything. And I, and I was just like, I reversed it. I was like, you know, Stan, with great power comes great responsibility. The opposite is also true. With, with, <laughs> with great responsibility comes great power. Mm -hmm. With great responsibility comes great power. When, you take, when we take responsibility, we have great power to make our lives better, 
right? Yeah. And it's like going back to that thermometer. A lot of people are reacting to the weather. They're reacting to their, how their business is, reacting to how a relationship, how they're treated that today. And I'm not saying we're all human. It all affects us at some level. But who, the happiest people, the most fulfilled people, are people who have the locus, the lotus of control inside. They have an yeah. internal reference, right? And that would be coming back to responsibility. We okay. take responsibility for our state and how we feel. And so if we're feeling we're at a three or four or five, we do something about it. Right? Okay. And then finally, the T in FAST stands for teach. Okay. Teach. Because if you ever want to learn something really, really fast, oh, yeah. learn it as if you're going to teach it to another person. Like, and you know this, right? Oh, yeah. Because like, if somebody, like when you go through, people go through this gifted advanced brain training that I'm going to share with people. I'm going to teach you the top tips on how to remember names of everyone you meet and all these other stuff. If you learn it, I'm going to and I'm going to share with you my 10 favorite uh, lifestyle hacks for unleashing your superhero brain. Okay. And I'm going to show you how to remember it all and everything. It's going to be amazing. Um, but if you learned it as if you were going to teach it to someone else, would you take notes differently? Would you oh, yeah. pay attention differently? Would you ask questions? Because we're going to have a whole forum for people to ask questions with us and I'll answer questions. Would you ask questions differently? You have a different level of ownerships. Because here's the tweetable. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. When you teach it, yeah. you get to learn it twice. So I would say fast. Forget what, what you know about it. A is be active. Be active is not spectator sport. Be active, take notes, take, ask a lot of questions. S, control your state before you ever go into it. And T, learn as if you're going to teach it and you'll learn that thing so much faster. The, the part about teaching, a lot of people might think, well, I, yeah. I don't have a place to teach it. But it's, it's absolutely true. And the way I got good at absorbing even biohacking information is I used to work all day at, at a rapidly growing like, company that held Google's first servers. Like, wow. Yeah, Google and Hotmail and Yahoo, like all of them kind of got started at Exodus Communications, this, like the first data center company. And we, uh, so I was working all day, and then I would teach for three hours at night to a group of engineers, like master's degree engineers, about like internet architecture. But my curriculum sometimes was like cutting edge. There were no textbooks because I'm teaching like right. how we do this, like how I did it during the day. So I would have dinner at this little Greek restaurant, and I would like read industry trade mags. I'd be going through them, taking some notes about what I was going to lecture for three hours that night on. Wow. So I was doing this rapid condensed learning, and when I started this, I would flip out because I'm like I don't know what I'm going to say tonight I was in meetings all day and like I, I don't want to let these people down so I had this enormous pressure and I would be like wolfing down euros uh, with gluten which wasn't that good for me at the time and MSG and the ranch dressing come oh. to think of it so I, didn't, I wasn't helping myself but I was like gotta learn gotta learn but that stuff was so crystallized because yeah. I was only learning it to teach it. Yeah. So it came through and I ended up writing a book. We never published it, but it was a whole book about like, the future of the internet. And I'll be damned if it wasn't like 80% directionally right. Like I was like, wow, I should have been a futurist or something. But what you're saying there, I never yeah. learned as well as I did during, that was about a three year period when I was doing that. And, and it just went in and to this day I could draw those diagrams and all, even though they literally came out in less time than if I had been, you know, doing a traditional study thing. So that Amazing. last part about teaching, it's the most important thing you could do. Yeah, I think anyone who, I mean, that's the reason you learn something, right? You learn it so you can apply it, yeah. benefit your own life. But the other reason to learn something is to share it with people that you, you yeah. care about. Yeah, people uh, who, who you're going to help, right? Yeah. And, and, and back, also to the tens of millions of people, congratulations again on the downloads. Thank you. But that's like, that you're, you're sharing it. So yeah. you're just lighting all these people's brains and their bodies. And the, the whole point that no one told me when I was 16 or 20 or something was that I was in control of my own biology. Yeah. Like I, I thought I was just like, I just had to want it and it was supposed to somehow happen. Yeah. Like I'll just try harder, which that's grit, but grit without yeah. technique is just yeah. like self-flagellation at a certain point. I guess that's tweetable. But <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of made that up. But I look at all the crap I used to do to myself because that's what's supposed to work. And so it was just that sincere desire to not do stuff that doesn't work so yeah. that you have control. And when you get the body working, uh, I find the mind stuff is a lot easier. Because yeah. like you, I, I used to have all this, this kind of brain fog. It, it was scary to the point disability insurance scary. <laughs> Where like I bought disability insurance because I'm like, I, I wouldn't hire me because half the time my brain doesn't work. Wow. Yet there are times when I can snap out of the fog, learn whatever I need to in a half hour over dinner and teach for three hours and go home. And, but then I'm like, what did I just do? And the variability was really scary. And so to be able to, to get the biology there so that then my brain would do what it, could, what it was capable of doing, uh, it, it wasn't an easy task. And, and I found that when I started 
at the top, working on my, my memory, even taking smart drugs, was the first thing I did instead of the last thing I did, which wow. is the right order, that, well, it doesn't work that well if your basic mitochondrial energy isn't there, if your hormones are broken, if you can't make energy because your blood sugar's all over the place because you don't have enough fat, all those things. I just wish someone had told me that crap. Or even worse, your biology is kind of working, but then you, you do stuff that's toxic to your system, even if it's not toxic for yeah. your friend. And like, wow, what's my state? Well, your state is crap. And you probably even felt the real state of high performance, right? Yeah. So doing all that and then layering in the kind of knowledge you have, yeah. that's in my experience what makes people real superheroes. Because if you do one without the other, you'll get benefits. And if you don't have the knowledge and the techniques, the things that, that you're teaching, uh, and your biology works like, oh, this is great, but you'll do more of what you did before, a lot more of it, because you got the energy, right? But if you take that new energy and you apply it towards the self-improvement and towards kind of reprogramming the software, so, oh, look, I do have better memory, or I do have better focus, better attention, I think that's where you get these like leverage returns where it's an exponential thing rather than just additives and that's why I was stoked when you said look no I'm willing to teach a course for Bulletproof people so thanks Jim and thanks for being on the show and, and thanks for putting together some extra bonus content that goes beyond what we've normally yeah, we're done gonna, we're going to go over the three memory hacks to be able to fix forgetfulness uh -huh. we're going to go over uh, the seven tips on how to remember the names and faces of everyone you meet because I think it's part of what you do is what we're doing is where it's you want to you know it's, it's those who uh you know, who knows stuff, but it's also who you know and those connections. So yeah. Names are important. And I'm also going to give them my 10 lifestyle hacks mm -hmm. on how to unleash your superhero mind. That's and, cool. And some more stuff. So, yeah, that's the thing. Awesome. And that was jimquick.com slash bulletproof. jimquick.com forward slash bulletproof. And you can get all the brain training right there. All right. Thanks, Jim. If you enjoyed today's show, uh, you know where to go. Uh, go on to jimquick.com dot com slash bulletproof and this is not a sales pitch this is nothing like that this is free stuff for you to say thanks 20 million downloads holy crap <laughs> you can also go to the the bulletproof facebook page and we'll tell you some more about the contest the contest is just tuesday december 15th 2016 where we're going to give away a thousand dollars of gift cards to say thanks the stuff with jim though uh, just go to that url and we will take you through the course and you'll be able to learn this and we'll keep doing it because this is just amazing stuff. So thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode and all the other 250, 70, some large number-ish of other shows. I'll keep doing this for you. Thank you. The Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.